Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlos. I'm Kelly. Good morning, I'm Karen. We're going to start off with show notes today as usual. Our evening with medium events that we typically run three times a year is a no-go so far in 2021. We just wanted to say thank you to everyone who has expressed a desire um, to be a part of those mm -hmm. events. Until it is safe, we will not be offering that to the public, but we will keep you in the loop. Mm -hmm. We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. Those are short 10 to 15 minute usually <laughs> shows on emotional and intuitive intel intelligence. And they run the very first week of every single month, Monday to Friday. The very first show can be found at page, no, pardon me. The very first show can be found at by and on YouTube. And the remaining four shows can be found at patreon.com forward slash by Excellent. Um, and I'm going to apologize right now for our level of distraction in this show. We have a nine-week-old puppy below us. Okay. Show them. Show them our, our new coworker. I'm going to do that later because he seems to be nestling and I'm hoping he's going to sleep. Oh, okay. But if any of the cameras rock and roll through this show, <laughs> you can blame it on Winston. Okay. Um, I also wanted to say, uh, just to elaborate on Karen's note, that Patreon is a, a paid platform. It's a membership portal where you get monthly access to emotionally intelligent and intuitive intelligence toolkits. So Sips of Sanity is just one of those benefits. Mm -hmm. Karen does a monthly habit tracker that mm -hmm. is kind of a follow-up to Sips of Sanity so that you can know how to implement those tools almost immediately. We also have great reflective questions that allow you to really um, self-reflect, get, your, get to know yourself, and implement the tools as you see fit. We also have a whack of other tools like an emotionally intelligent book club that just started in January and it's been off to a really great start, mm -hmm. so we welcome you to join us for that. We have guided journey meditations, uh, debriefings on that, discussions that happen, recommended music to go along with those journeys to make it more enjoyable and more efficient as well. And then on top of that, patrons in our top tier have access to a monthly draw for a free half hour session with Karen or myself. So if you are interested in seeing that or what there is to offer, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. I will also note too, just before we move on, that it is a month-to-month -month uh, commitment. So you don't mm -hmm. have to commit past a month. If you just want to try it out, try it on. You can jump up and down in the tiers and then leave if you wish, come back if you wish. And there is a very convenient button for those of you who are all in. Uh, that can be a pay annually situation uh, where you don't have to think about it for the year. You're just committed and that's great too. We do private sessions. Both <laughs> Kelly and I have private practices. Um, you can do those by FaceTime, Zoom, WhatsApp, Theralink, and telephone anywhere in the world, wherever, and here is Winston, <laughs> wherever you are located, um, your session will be accurate, just as if you were sitting here with us. So that is the most commonly asked question, will your session be accurate or as accurate? Um, yes, because our relationship with the spirit world is what provides your accuracy, not where you're sitting. Nice. I will also say too that we have um, gift certificates available. So anyone wanting to purchase those tickets, or pardon me, those certificates for anyone anywhere in the world, you can do so. We can give you a printable format that we can email right away. So you have something tangible to offer the person or forward another email. It's quite convenient as well for people who are here um, locally. We can do up a certificate, put it in the mailbox and you can come pick it up for contactless pickup. Puppy kisses are the best. <laughs> oh, June my earring. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to do our best here. If we need to pause, we'll pause. 
Are we going to get into today's show? We are. All right. I need to. I think we need to say that Winston is nine weeks old. I did. And that he is a labradoodle. He is. He's a chocolate labradoodle, and he is a joy. He's full of piss and vinegar. <laughs> but we're dealing with that. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> let's let's begin, and mm-hmm. you can decide how this is going to go today. Yeah. If um, if it's, it's going to go today. <laughs> okay. Um, so who, how do you want to, or pardon me, what do you want to name our client? Female or male? Um, what do you want to do? Oh, I have an option. It doesn't matter because it's just a story. So I want, I want people who listen to understand like the that. level of confident, confidentiality Wait. that we change names. We change sexes. We say wife instead of husband. We say him instead of her. They, what, like, whatever we want, the story is what's important. The lessons are important. What you learn, what you feel is important, not what their name is or what sex it is, at least not in today's case anyway. Okay. So you can pick anything. I'm going to choose Pete. Pete? Okay. Mm -hmm. So Pete begins his session and, and I always like to say how they do their session so we can see each other uh, over technology because of COVID days. And he asks me to go open and the spirit guides, oh, pardon me. He asks me to go open. And the very first thing that happens is an owl flies in and comes in. And this is a spirit owl. So somebody says, what? You had a real owl? No, a spirit animal arrived as soon as Pete says open. That's not common. That's not in every single session. But it, it was such a gorgeous owl. It was just so beautiful. It caught my attention. And well, and quite honestly, I didn't see a whole lot else other than the owl. So I asked him if he would be comfortable with spirit animals. And he said, I would absolutely love it. I don't know enough about it to be able to help you, but I will trust that you will know enough if you're getting this information. So I said, okay, um, I'm going to do some notes for you as we go along. So I did, and I got permission to keep those notes. So I just redid them. You'll see it's neater. <laughs> yes. So it doesn't look like client notes. Um, but he, he, he said, you know, just change my name, just do whatever you want, share the messages, which was very generous. And the very first message that comes in from OWL um, is that it's per- his purpose. We'll just say his purpose, meaning the owl's purpose. Oh, we better name the owl. Oh, <laughs> Hedgewig. Hedgewig? Oh, I love it. So Hedgewig says to me, um, I come into Pete's life to help him um, with the truth. And I, it kind of took me back a little bit because I'd always thought of owls with wisdom. And I thought the first message was going to be, I bring him wisdom like that kind of a thing, mm-hmm. a routine. And, and that's not that's not how it began. But as you well know, Kelly, that if Hedgewig is here to bring the truth, then it has to come with wisdom. Mm. Oh, I like that. I was, I was kind of latching on to, I love that we still learn, that while we may have been presented mm-hmm. with a lesson and a frame of reference five years ago mm-hmm. or 10 years ago, that that can change and the guides present themselves and just... Rock your world, rock your belief system and go, no, toss that. This is what this is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Constantly learning new. So Hedgewick tells me that um, Pete's been married, or pardon me, Pete is currently married. 
and has a second. This is his second marriage. I do want to say that had I known an owl was going to be involved in this story, I would have chosen Pete's name a little differently, but we can go with it. What? Would you want to well, call Harry? Well, Harry, of course. Harry? Well, yeah. let's switch to Harry so everybody's happy. Yes. Because <laughs> you're not just making yourself happy. You're making everybody happy. Like, this feels right. Yes. That's what I mean. Synesthetically, ooh, <laughs> my heart just settled. So if you took a break and you went to the washroom and you just came back, we switched Pete to Harry. <laughs> okay. So... He talks about the fact that in Harry's first marriage, that he was very much a people pleaser and that every time his partner tried to say, hey, what are you doing? Just tell me what you want to eat. Hey, like what's going on? Like, I know you don't like what I'm drinking. So why are you drinking what I'm drinking? You don't like ginger ale, like, or beer or whatever. What are you doing? Um, or out at a party where... His, Harry's partner would see him doing, behaving in a certain way and say, like, what were you doing with those people? Like, that's not even the way that you talk or that's just not you. Like, what are you doing? And Harry would get defensive. Well, you can't tell me what, who I am, but it, it, he was diverting. He was changing the subject. He was creating something as a diversion to talk about, to throw his, what his partner off so that he didn't really have to deal with it. Right. And so Hedgewig is here to say, hey, your truth here is that you throw your partners off course so they don't get to really deal with what's deep in the relationship. And you're going to be heading into your third partner soon if you're not willing to look at what you hide from yourself. Mm. So my job as your spirit animal is to say to you, it's not about your partner's behavior. It's not about the fact that now you're trying to create a case that they just, that they're not connecting to you or that they don't answer your questions, which is what he does. He says, you're not answering my question. When they're, his partner is saying, that's not the question. Mm -hmm. I'm bringing us back to what we were originally talking about. You were diverting. And so the partner tries to bring Harry back and Hedwig is saying, yes, that's the truth. Mm -hmm. And my job is to bring you to your deeper truths. So you skitter off to the diversion tactic and try and make that the real thing to fight about. Can I time out for a second? Yes. I just wanted to point out um, the wonderful behavior of the partners Mm -hmm. in how they're trying to present Harry with an opportunity to behave better and illustrate for people who might be listening to this going, huh, I call my partner out all the time. I tell them what a bitch they're being or what an idiot they're being. Oh. No. Mm. I think like a lot of people will say, well, I speak the truth. Well, I call people out. I'm just, you know, mm. I have that healthy behavior that I don't, I, I give people the truth. And it's like, no, that's not what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. This, you, this partner is illustrating very, very kind behavior to bring us back to the facts, to bring us back to the opportunity for truth, not another level of bullying or uh, verbal abuse. Oh, I like what you just said, because what Harry's doing is he's, he's abusing his partner. Yep. And then he tries to turn it and say they're the ones being abusive when it's not, it's him. Right. And then he has a temper tantrum if that doesn't work to divert again, mm -hmm. focus on my anger, focus on what my anger does and why you made me angry. 
Yes. Instead of that, Hedgewig is there to say, let's cut all the shenanigans. Let's get right down to the main thing. You need to see the truth within yourself. So the owl's energy as a spirit animal, a spirit guide, is here to be able to say we're looking deeply within you. We're not trying to focus on other people and their behaviors. This is about your own. And your own, so your own level of self-awareness and the truth that goes with it. Beautiful. Thank you. I think so too. I like, I just love this. Then Hedgewig said, um, this is uh, what we call the blind side. And that's such an old phrase for me, Kelly, that I hadn't heard in so long. A blind side means that it's a part of yourself that you're not aware of. And so when someone tries to bring it to your attention, you often go into complete denial because of your unwillingness to see it. And there's always a reason that there's a payoff for you not to. Mm. Quite often, it the payoff is to have control. Save face. Yes. Look good. You got it. Lots of, lots of different reasons that you might think are very good for your ego, but are always not good for the relationship and are not good for your own integrity. Mm-hmm. So the only thing they feed is your ego. Then a different aspect that Hedgewig was bringing up is the fact that as a result of that relationship, Harry has really changed. And that is old Harry. Mm-hmm. And current Harry in the second relationship took those lessons hardcore. Mm. And made that decision that I'm not going to behave that way. I'm going to create processes. Found the very same type of partner, but this time showed up. I want to say lucky that you could get two people, not just one. That's lucky enough. um, That's willing to work like that with you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, You said, like, hit the jackpot twice. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and is very grateful and knows that he's hit the jackpot mm, twice. That's great. And so very much shows up to say, um, oh, um, and stop in the, in, in the process and go, okay, no, no, um, I'm diverting and I'm feeling and really try. I'm feeling. <laughs> I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are the things I'm feeling? <laughs> and it just really works through all of that. And as a result of this long process, now this is over a decade. Mm. So this has been a very long process of being able to be in the second relationship and really work. So this person is like totally different now. So I have to be able to explain that Hedgewake was there to help in the first relationship and in this way. Now that you're, I'll call it Harry number two or a revised Harry. Marriage number two. Yeah but a second Harry, really, mm-hmm. um, that Hedgewig's purpose is to, rec- is to help Harry realize when people ghost him. And he goes, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> Tell me about this. And I said, well, Hedgewig um, allows you now to see people's deeper truths. So you have built, along with your intu- emotional intelligence and intuitive intelligence, And your partner and you have been working on both. And he went, yes, 
thank you for this validation. Mm-hmm. And I said, but, uh, and as a result of this, other people around you, coworkers and friends and family now understand that you're a very different person where you really see deep truths. Mm-hmm. And as a result of seeing these deep truths, some of these people can't stand the fact that you can So when they recognize that they cannot hide from you and that you see their blind spots and you have worked with your emotional intelligence and then your intuitive intelligence to create ways to communicate with them, when they hit their what the F moment, because they're not ready for this. Okay. There's like a parental advisory sticker on our podcast. You're good. (laughs) What the fuck moment? Yeah. They disappear. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and they disappear hardcore and fast. So you might reach out by text and all of a sudden you're just not getting responses. Mm-hmm. And then they respond sporadically to you. And then when they do, they're super nice and they chit chat with you, which confuses you even more. But underneath it all, they're very afraid because you see the blind spot. They know that you're going to be able to address it. And so if they're not wanting any of that stuff to be addressed then they really don't want your company and what you see and what you say and what you do. Mm-hmm. And so you're a, a, an extreme threat. You're a level four threat, four to four. So, you know, Harry says to me, like, I so appreciate what you've told me about my first relationship and then that you validated all of my changes. You validated my partner, the soul contract. He goes, this has been fantastic. And he goes, but on top of that, to find out why people are just ghosting me, he says, is such a good thing to know because I can go into that. What did I do? And, and then I have to catch my people pleaser and, and then question, am I trying to find what's wrong with me instead of thinking, Hmm, is this not about me? And it's about them. And you've just answered my question. It's about them. And he says, I do know that it has to do with me because I'm moving into all of this honesty. And he says, but I'm understanding that that's healthy and that what they're doing is unhealthy. And so I'm going to say it's more about them Mm -hmm. because they're the place of being unhealthy. And I said to him, you know what, Harry? I said, you're what I referred to as when you were in your first marriage, I referred to that as you were in group A people. And those people have low emotional intelligence to none or some, but not enough to function uh, healthily and um, don't use their intuition. They think it's um, voodoo stuff and scary stuff and they believe the TVs and other things. And I said, and you crossed the bridge and did the work, which is what I refer to as crossing the bridge. And I said, now you're in pool A and you're using those tools, or pardon me, you're in pool B and you're using those tools and you have a partner who crossed the bridge and got into pool B with you. And I said, so now you're in pool B, but a lot of those friends were in pool A. Mm -hmm. And now that they see that you're in a different pool, they don't know how to relate to you. So they ghost you. And he goes, that's a great analogy. Can I, can I just offer for the sake of multiple kinds of listeners that to book a session to find out why you've been ghosted Mm. is a really great thing to do because Mm -hmm. we're talking about contracts and and, um, how it's playing out. Whether or not you're the person now in pool B, still call. Still call to find out because if it's your shitty behavior that's the reason you've been ghosted, you should know that too. 
And that's a real opportunity to step in and go, okay, I need to actually ask the other questions that you're talking about of what did I do and start taking personal responsibility. And I, and I just want to say that so that if you're questioning your poor behavior, because you do know that it's poor, I wouldn't ever want someone to hesitate from booking a session thinking they're being judged because they're not pool B. It's good to be able to sit down with someone like yourself or myself who can say, free of judgment, here's what's happening, and here's what you can do about it to be healthier if you want that option. Thank you. That's great. Mm-hmm. So Hedgewig said that Harry knows more about other people than they know about themselves. Makes and that's sense. exactly how I wrote it down. And he just sat there and went, wow, that helps me sit in who I am, Karen. Because mm. it allows me to stop the second guessing. It allows me to accept my partner's observations of my growth instead of dismissing them when she says how much I've grown. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, because he's now being more aware mm. of dismissiveness being a, t- a form of verbal abuse because we can verbally abuse ourselves with dismissiveness when someone compliments. And now saying, okay, I will accept this. I will take it in or absorb it and keep going forward because I'm hearing this is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I just, Kelly, just that message alone just made, I'm going to say all three of us, Hedgewig, Harry, and myself, so happy that we just sat there beaming at each other. Is it weird that I'm like <laughs> jealous because my brain just hears me, Harry, and Hedgewig, and I want to be a part of it? Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. I missed out. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, it was beautiful. Good for you. So Hedgewig talked about him moving into his truths in this lifetime. And that he had a partner that wanted to be there to hear them. So if he said a truth, I'm jealous, she could sit there and say, okay, why? What is it within you? What insecurity? What do you feel? What's happened to you in your past? Share those things with me. So when you when you said in the beginning of this podcast that he's almost headed into his third marriage, you didn't mean the second one was over? It's not. Okay. So you just meant that if, if poor behaviors continued, it could be? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was sort of waiting for a third marriage story. So, okay. No, no, there's no third marriage story. Not at least not today. Okay. And hopefully not. Yeah. Because he's hearing some very core things here that can shift the way that he's seeing himself and the way that he's seeing his partner and seeing the way how his partner is trying to reach him. Mm-hmm. Connect to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we were, we're now done with the owl. And I asked him if I was allowed to continue with the spirit animals, if they came through further. And he said, yes. And if it was just going to go back to open, to go to open. And this Komodo dragon comes running into my vision. Running. Yes. All right. Yes. Cool. I want to do it at you. I just kind of want to (laughs) go. It was so, it was so freaking big from far away. It was very cute. Once it got closer to me, not so much. (laughs) But the Komodo dragon, the very first message that the dragon said to give to, to Harry, um, oh my God. And there's a dragon in this story. I just realized we have a dragon. (laughs) Didn't dawn on me when I was doing the session because these weren't their names. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So the Komodo dragon's message was that Harry really liked his alone time. 
and that the dragon was to give him that energy to enjoy his alone time. And he has a partner who very much likes her own alone time. Um, They don't always sync, but they respect that in each other. So even if it's a sense of, but I want to hang out with you now, and the other one goes, nope, it's my alone time. There's so much reverence and respect for that desire and for the level of awareness for that person to say, I want my alone time, that the partner immediately is a back down, backs down. Hmm. If that's what you say you need, you let me know if that changes. Otherwise, that's the priority because it's self-care. And you've, you've identified it for a reason. I will respect that until further notice. Isn't that lovely? Mm-hmm. We're going to say beautiful and then pick lovely? I, I, yeah, why? Did it come I out? I heard lovely. Lovely? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Karen makes up a new word. <laughs> just, okay. just, just the lovely. <laughs> that could be another square on the newest bingo card. People could even write my new words. Lovely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The second message from the Komodo dragon um, was um, the respect of privacy. And that came through in that little scenario uh, or example. And the third message from the Komodo dragon was that it could move slowly and it could move very quickly when it needed to or wanted to. And that this was something that he really was um, harnessing in this lifetime, was knowing when to sit back and rest at work and knowing that it's not a busy time. So rest, enjoy the rest, clean things organize, go through things, reassess, catch up on things. And then all of a sudden if things pick up and it's busy, you can get into your go mode. And that it was, it was good to be able to enjoy both instead of thinking in his work environment that it had to be go constantly. And I said, and oh my God, I'll bet you're an entrepreneur because <laughs> they just want to go in go mode, right? Yes, they do. <laughs> I know you know that. I was baiting you. Um, but that the Komodo dragon was to remind him that there were times to slow down. Kelly, this reminds me of Carmen and the show we did on the horses, the way of the horse and how the horses would go into the field and graze. It's the five rules of the master herder. Yes. Oh, I love that. It just, I just saw that whole little scenario. So I'm thinking Carmen. For mm-hmm. that analogy mm-hmm. and for the, it wasn't that his horse was the power animal coming in. That's just me. And I have to be able to know when that's just me placing something that's mine. Of, oh, that reminds me of, yes. not, oh, I'm channeling this. Exactly. I have to know the difference. So the very next spirit animal, the third one that came in is the kookaburra. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, if it's kookaburra. So it's K-O-O-K-A-B-U-R-R-A. And I love spelling. I thought it was kookaburra. It could be. All right. I'm just saying that I don't know how to pronounce it right, and the happiest part of my soul is spelling it. All right. <laughs> because I really don't know how to pronounce it. So that. don't bother correcting us. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. Do whatever you need to. Um, so the very first message, this is a bird. And I can say that it's a bird because I can see it, but I don't know anything about it. 
So I, actually, I don't know anything about these spirit animals. So if someone thinks I just know the spirit animals, I don't. Like yeah. Studying it. It's not a memory thing. No, like they have to tell me what their messages are for Harry. Mm-hmm. So the first message that comes through for Harry here is um, that he's very focused and that the bird helps him be focused and determined. But with that comes process. And that in his first relationship, the people pleaser skipped the processes. And so the spirit guide said, we need a kookaburra here. (laughs) It's not adorable. Mm -hmm. And so he gets this gift of a spirit, a spirit animal that's going to help him focus um, on himself. Remember, this is going within so that he doesn't focus on what his partner was doing because that's where the first marriage was. Oh, she's just doing this instead of I am. These are my things to work on. Mm -hmm. So this bird's beautiful energy is to help him focus, be aware, be determined, and not give up when he feels, wow, I've got a lot to work on in myself. And the saboteur could come in. So this gorgeous bird kicks the saboteur in the ass and says, that ain't going to happen in this lifetime. We're working. And helps him stay with that determination. And then breaks everything down so that he can see things in a smaller process. And as he gets one little thing with his newest, this I'll say at the end of that last relationship, on his own, and then into his second relationship, the processes become more detailed and he doesn't rush through them as much. This bird also helps him come to a place of being calm during that process so that he doesn't feel irritation with himself and project it on someone else or let it come out like anger Mm -hmm. or depression. It allows him to enjoy what that process is doing Instead of, I'm not going fast enough, I will lose this person. There is the f- it, it keeps the fears away. Isn't that fabulous? Yeah. I just remembered thinking, I need one of those birds. <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> I'm going to order me one. <laughs> Please don't ship one of those to our door. No, no, not for real. <laughs> I, I mean, meant like even a stuffed one. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, we don't need that. That's not why we do the shows. So this gorgeous bird comes in to say, go slow and enjoy your process instead of going slow and having anxiety in the process Mm -hmm. and thinking the anxiety says, I'm not doing it fast enough. I'm not doing it well enough. Well, very neat. And I just want to kind of bring these two animals side by side is the Komodo was saying we can go slow or we can go fast as needed. So the skill is there. The bird is simply saying, pick one, but don't have anxiety that you should be doing the other. Yeah. You you did it again. You worded it better than I did. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's awesome. That's it. That was the end of the session. Oh, okay. So it's very <laughs> rare that we get to hear a story where the entire session is just about spirit guides. Totally was three spirit animals. And how they related all of their purposes as to being in this current life with him and how they were pointing out that he had some patterns from past lives that he brought into this lifetime that he carried from childhood into his first relationship, which 
did not let it be a fulfilled relationship for either of them. Mm -hmm. And then allowed him to say, hey, you did enough work here, which I think is really a, a good thing to hear. You did enough work here, but you're not moving forward. And ending it will allow you to suffer. And in that suffering, you may choose to have enough self-reflection to learn some lessons. And if you do a good job of that, then your next relationship will benefit from it. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was awesome. And he never wanted to divert. He mm -hmm. never wanted to say, well, what do you get about my future? Or what do you get what about medium? What about he never ever even for a moment showed resistance or lost interest. Well, I think what you're talking about is setting an intention to learn. Mm -hmm. And it can be very scary. I don't remember if I've said this in the podcast or I said this in a coaching session earlier today. We, when we, when we want to learn about ourselves, we always run the risk of running into information that is not flattering that mm -hmm. we may want to run away from. And so to set an intention to just learn about ourselves is a pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. And then to sit patiently and, as you said, not divert is another big deal. Mm -hmm. So kudos, Harry. Yeah. Now I realize we named the owl and we didn't name the Komodo dragon or the kookaburra. That's okay. Um, sorry about that, folks, if you wanted us you to. You can just... fill in the blanks and send us some fun names. Sure. That was the session. Cool. Yeah. Good for you. I just I thought it was might be of interest to some people that really have never heard of spirit animals, or some that have, but don't understand the significance of what a Shaw woman can do with mm -hmm. your spirit guide, with your spirit animal, and how we don't just say, here's your animal, but that we actually can say how that spirit animal has gone from lifetime to lifetime with you. Yeah, and we also have a whack of patrons in a particular oh, tier yeah. who are working on opening their own intuition skills mm -hmm. by doing the journeying exercises in order to actually meet these spirit animals themselves, eliminating us beautiful middle women. Yes. And actually, Kelly, um, what they're going to be doing in one of the very next journeys is they're going to be journeying to their own owl. Cool. And I love that I just referred to us as beautiful and got away with it. <laughs> I'm just like, that was just totally normal. It's <laughs> good. All right. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to add? No, no, that's good. Okay. So if you guys have questions or comments, you can email us at info at buysarlo.com. If you have the time today and the energy, we would encourage and welcome you to like, share, subscribe, comment, uh, whatever you want to do to interact with the content. It certainly helps us have a further reach, especially when you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. So thank you in advance for that. Um, and thank you as well. If you're just simply hitting the subscribe button on your favorite pod, uh, podcast platform, that means a lot to us too. I will also say another thank you for your patience to the uh, rocky or discombobulated start with Winston being here. So thank you to all of you. We're certainly thrilled to have another member on our team. We do hope that you have a wonderful weekend. We'll be out with a brand new episode next Saturday. <laughs>